Welcome to Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Together, we are going to dive deep into mindset, marketing, and finding fulfillment in this beautiful industry. I'm your host, Jody Brown, and I am a hairstylist veteran turned online entrepreneur and mindful marketing mentor just for beauty pros. No topic is off limits. We are going to pull back the curtain and discover the success secrets of hairstylists that are rising. Hi there, and welcome back to the Hairstylist Rising podcast. I hope you are ready to get your student hat on today because this episode is going to be good. Today, we're going to learn how to create content that really connects with your audience. I am going to walk you through the three-step path, complete with action steps so you can implement right away, so you come away from this episode with knowledge and a real plan to start getting results from your marketing on Instagram and beyond. At the end of the day, all marketing really is, is finding a way to get in front of and connect with the people that you want to call into your business. It's creating a community around the unique and special things that only you can bring to the table. You know, I think that the word gets a slimy reputation sometimes, but it's only slimy if your intentions are slimy or if you are going about it in a way that feels slimy. So just a quick disclaimer, this is a no sleaze zone. You will not find any bro marketing over here. (laughs) So here's the thing. I know that you're hoping, hoping there will be one magic bullet solution to increase your reach and immediately start filling your chair with dream clients and your bank account with profits. You aren't going to like what I'm about to say next, though. Even if you do figure out that magic bullet to creating viral content, it's not going to do a whole lot for your business if you ignore the things that we are talking about today, especially step one and two. This is the foundation. So if your reel or post ends up reaching a ton of people and they come back to your page and feel confused or worse, bored by the content they see, then they will probably just move on. Quality over quantity is so applicable when it comes to building an audience and a business online. So learning to connect with your audience is key to start seeing your engagement increase and then turning your following into profit. Because today's episode is so in-depth and action-oriented, I have created a workbook so you can follow along and you can grab that by visiting jodybrown.ca slash ctc or clicking the link in the show notes. If you're listening to this on the go, feel free to keep going and download the guide to work through later. So, my friend, if you have ever felt overwhelmed, stressed, or frankly just lost as to why you aren't seeing results from your marketing efforts online, this episode is for you. And also, I promise that you're not alone. So many stylists are feeling this exact same way. I get it, and I know if you follow this easy and quick to implement plan, you will see real results. All right, now, before we dive into the lesson, I want to point out one thing. If you aren't new around here, you will know this. You hear me talking about branding a lot. And honestly, the episodes of Hairstylist Rising about branding are amongst the most popular. So 
The good news is that these first two steps are going to help you uncover your personal brand in a way that you can apply right away so you never hear crickets when you post again. I want you to know that using Instagram to grow your brand and build your business is fully possible. And I have created this three-step path to help you get started. Now, there's a step before step one though, and I wanna go over that real quick. The step before step one is believing in yourself and the fact that you can change your story. You can go from resenting the burden of having to market yourself and replace it with excitement that you have a never before possible opportunity to reach exactly the kind of people that you want to attract into your business. You can build this thing on your own terms. You get to decide what your career looks like. Pretty exciting, huh? All right, let's dive in. So first things first, I want you to ask yourself this question. Would you rather be popular or profitable? Now, at this point, you're like, well, I mean, duh, I want to be both. And don't worry, friend, that's absolutely possible. But when you're building your brand and your business using digital marketing on Instagram or elsewhere, where you put your focus is going to determine your results. So if your sole focus is popularity online and vanity metrics, you may spend a lot of time chasing the next new trend and not getting real sustainable results because you've ignored the foundation that makes it all work. Hello, burnout. So if you focus on building real relationships and connecting with your audience, you will likely see the proof of your efforts in your engagement and in your bank account. So here it is. Step one, decide who you're talking to. I'm going to say that again. Step one is decide who you're talking to. Now, it's going to sound really obvious when I phrase it like this, but the first step to creating content that connects is figuring out who you want to connect with. I'm talking about the first step in any marketing strategy, defining your target market. Now, you may have heard the term dream client or ideal client and wondered how on earth am I supposed to build a business with one ideal client? Here's the short answer. Obviously, you can't. But that's not what defining your ideal client is about. It's not as if this one person you've created is suddenly going to materialize and every other client is going to vanish into thin air. Here's the magic though. When you start creating content based solely around the value you can add and how you can connect with one person, it will change your business. Because you have defined this person so thoroughly, different people will relate to different aspects of your ideal client and your marketing. So if you've ever read an Instagram caption, email, newsletter, article, website copy, or even watched a video or listened to a podcast and thought, wow, it's like this person is inside my head. That's exactly how I feel or what I'm going through. That's because you relate to or identify with that person's ideal client. Now, the reason this is such an important exercise is because you cannot help people that don't know you exist. Quite frankly, you can't serve clients that don't know you exist. 
You can't build a business and call in the people you are meant to serve if they don't know you exist. And by defining your ideal client and starting to write your captions, create your videos, and truly understand how you can be of service to them, you will hook them with your content and make damn sure they know you exist. Does that make sense? Okay, now let's talk about how to do this. And there is room for you to actually do the work in the PDF I've created to accompany this episode, which you can find again at jodybrown.ca slash CTC, or by clicking the link in the show notes. But I'm still gonna walk you through the take action challenge for step one right here, right now. Now, when you're first getting started, you have two options. Number one is choose one of your existing clients that you love as your dream client inspiration, or you can create an avatar. So an avatar is a single person who represents your target market, that dream client. This is a great option if you're just getting started or if you're not loving the way that your clientele and your business is right now. So I want you to ask yourself the following questions to kickstart that journey of getting to know your ideal client. And listen, I go way, way, way more in depth in my beauty brand bootcamp program um, and then as well as all of my one-on-one coaching. But these questions are going to give you a really, really great intro into this. And I don't want to overwhelm you in a podcast episode. So let's start with some basic questions. And then you can always build on this later. But just answering these three is going to help you instantly start creating more relevant content for your audience. Okay, question one, what does a day in their life look like. So this is important because it can help you get to know your clients on a deeper and more personal level. It's also going to help in this kind of surprising way. But if you have a dream schedule in mind or a dream, you know, kind of amount or time that you want to work, knowing what a day in your ideal client's life will look like can really help you narrow in on how you can make that happen. Number two, what is the major hair or lifestyle problem that they have. In other words, how can you help them? Maybe it's a break from their busy job or life as a stay-at-home mom. Maybe they've never been able to find a color that truly makes them confident, makes their skin glow. Maybe they have a hair issue that makes them feel self-conscious. Whatever it is for your ideal client, make it really obvious why you are the person to find the solution for them. And the third and final question is when they sit down in your chair, what do you chat about? What are you their go-to source for? What kind of guidance are they looking to you for? Why wait until they sit in your chair to start having these conversations? Why not start it right now? That way, by the time they come in, they already know, like, and trust you. So if you are using one of your favorite clients as your inspiration for your ideal client, I want you to really think about what it is that you talk about, what it is that they come to you for. And maybe you can find a way to use that as inspiration for the content you create, which is going to in turn attract more people like that favorite client that you have. If you are creating an avatar, think about what the perfect client conversation would look like. Think about what it is that you want to be known for how it is that you can communicate that to those potential ideal clients. Now, 
When it comes to defining this ideal client, I know a lot of people are really tempted to skip this part, but I promise it will make all the difference. And once you have defined your audience and you're talking straight to them and their struggles and things they can relate to, you will find you're calling in more of the right people. Your engagement will increase and so will the rate that your followers turn into clients. Another funny thing is that when you start focusing on connecting with and nurturing your ideal client, audience growth starts to happen as well. All right, let's move on to step two. This is one of my favorite modules in my program, Beauty Brand Bootcamp, and I am going to give you a special sneak peek. Step two is finding your voice. So your voice, often called brand voice, is how you speak to your followers and potential dream clients. Every time you send an email, write a caption, add copy to your website, or create video content, you are exercising and reinforcing your brand's voice. Now, not often do I lay down hard and fast rules that apply to everyone, but this is gonna be one of those rare moments. I wanna share with you the three golden rules to finding your brand voice online. Number one, do not, under any circumstances, fake this. Keep your voice true to you so your audience gets to know you. Think about the end goal here, which is bringing this audience member into your business. And newsflash, that means they're gonna meet you or connect with you personally. So if you project a voice that is inauthentic, forced, or fake, they will be surprised, disappointed, and also they will definitely lose the trust in you that you worked so hard to build. So just don't do it. If you aren't sarcastic, don't fake it online. If you aren't into meditation and positive affirmations, don't pretend that you are online. If you are worried that somehow your personality won't translate or come off well in the online space, relax, my friend. Your people are out there. And by misrepresenting yourself, you're doing them and you a disservice. So this one is really, really important. All right, so next is talk to one person, not many. Trade you guys for you. And I'm gonna give you the reason for this. The overwhelming majority of people don't watch your videos or read your captions in groups. It's a one-to-one -one experience for them. The whole goal is to captivate your ideal client and help them form a connection with you. So if you're lumping them in with the impersonal and faceless group of you guys, it is harder to have that effect. When I write to my audience, I truly feel that I am writing to one person because they're going to read it as one person. So once I frame it that way, it really does feel more real and more authentic to write to one person instead of many. I always want you to remember that the most effective way to create engaging content is to try and make sure it's a conversation, not a monologue, okay? All right, the third rule is to keep it consistent and don't be a robot. It is so easy to slip into corporate speak when you're writing, but practice leads to progress and soon it will be second nature to write like you talk. I am gonna give you a really, really juicy tip right now, so pay attention. If you struggle with this, try dictating into your phone. It can be such a game changer. 
Now, applying these three rules alone will make a huge impact on your writing and content creation, but I also have some simple ways for you to dial in your brand voice with the step two take action challenge. So first up, take a sample of some of your favorite content you've created. List your most used describing words. Now, disclaimer, if you've fallen victim to corporate robot syndrome so far and no judgment, this may not be the most effective way to do this exercise. So try looking through text combos with your bestie instead or sit down and pretend you're going to write a text or DM a friend about a story that you wanted to share with them. So write exactly how you would talk to your bestie, then use that writing sample. Now, I want to make something clear here. So a lot of people say, okay, but I wouldn't talk to my clients behind the chair the way that I would talk to my bestie. And that is a really good point. And this is also just an exercise. So I want you to do a gut check when you are crafting your brand voice and think about the fact that this is targeting potential clients. So if you wouldn't say it behind the chair, don't say it on the internet. That's the gut check to do when establishing your brand voice. Next, I want you to describe your brand voice in three words. If you're struggling, enlist a coworker or friend to describe the things that first come to mind and draw inspiration from that. All right, now we have gotten a kickstart on establishing your ideal client and brand voice. Let's move on to the third and final step of the three-step path to content that connects. Step three is stop winging it. All right. I want you to stop winging it. Let's get real for a second. If you have no plan, it is stressful, overwhelming, and honestly, it's just hard to come up with captivating content at the end of a long day behind the chair. And I feel that I felt that way for years. So your content is going to reflect where you're at. If you're feeling resentful that you have to make it, it's not gonna be engaging and it's not gonna reach those ideal clients. So imagine if you never had to stress about what to post. Just take a second and picture that. If you didn't ever have that like opening the Instagram app, staring at your photos, knowing you should quote unquote post something, but you can't think of anything, just imagine that picture it and then imagine never ever having to do that again that is what having a real content strategy feels like your content should educate uplift or form a deeper connection with your audience and by pre-planning your content you will make sure to have all of these things awaiting your future dream clients when they end up on your page and that means that you don't have to feel pressured to post every day if you don't want to now there's going to be different amounts that you're going to post depending on what your goals are however if you can only post three times a week but you're making sure that you hit those core content points every single time you post that means that when your ideal client comes across your page however they do that they are going to have all the relevant information that they need so before my free spirits get all uppity with the idea of scheduling content a month in advance and never being able to do anything fun or on the fly just take a breath okay 
planning is going to mean different things to different people. So some content creators genuinely enjoy the process. Some hairstylists love making reels, making videos. So to them, it doesn't feel stressful to create and post as they go. But all of the people that I know that are doing that successfully still have a plan. They know in general which key points they are hitting, they know their audiences really, really well, and they create content that speaks to them. And they're making sure that they focus on building a community instead of just hitting publish on random content and hoping it sticks. Not that I'm saying you can't experiment. Experimenting with different types of content and ways of doing, doing things is a great idea as long as you have a foundation and you know who you are and who you're talking to. Now, the flip side is the people who are just frazzled and stressed out by the idea of having to create content all the time, and honestly, the idea of having to create content at all. They get so overwhelmed, they end up posting nothing at all, and sometimes for months, and then when they hit a slow spot in their business or they want to introduce something new, they have no way to connect, and they're starting from scratch. So if that's you, batching and co scheduling content is going to change your life. It will change your business. It will break the cycle of boom bust marketing and help you create consistency. And consistency is what builds trust. So quick side note, a lot of the free spirited creators I know also batch content. It helps them serve their audiences to the fullest and it's amazing for times where you aren't behind the chair. So in Beauty Brand Bootcamp, I teach the art of batching content and scheduling. In my experience, if you can write one caption, you're generally inspired enough to write at least five more, and then it saves you a ton of time when you aren't constantly switching between tasks. Then you can spend the time that you are on Instagram connecting with your community and having real conversations. My personal content flow involves planning for the month, pulling the images and graphics I need into a scheduling platform. Shout out to later.com. They are my favorite and batch writing captions out as far as I can. Now, this allows me to make sure that I'm consistently showing up and adding value, teaching and connecting with my audience. However, I do allow flexibility. Like sometimes I'm inspired to post something right away, in which case I just shuffle that already scheduled content. So it is not written in stone. I encourage all of my students to at least try scheduling and the results they get and the release of pressure leads most of them to continue on well after the program is over. And you know me, I will never say there is only one way to do things that's going to work for absolutely everyone. But honestly, when it comes to batching and scheduling, the results speak for themselves. And there is nothing wrong with giving it a shot, right? Whatever that looks like for you. So the take action challenge for this step is planning just nine posts. So three of each content type, teach, uplift, and connect. You can find the planner for this exercise in that free PDF guide, which is available in the show notes or again at jodybrown.ca slash CTC. All right, that wraps up the three-step plan for content that connects. Once you implement these three key steps, I promise you will notice an immediate difference in how you show up and how your audience responds. Think of this as the foundation to your online presence. I cannot wait to see how you put this into practice. 
All right, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned a lot. If you enjoy the Hairstylist Rising podcast, please take a minute to review on iTunes and let me know your favorite episode, your favorite topics, your favorite guests on the show, or anything that you want me to cover in the future. Honestly, reviews mean the world to me. I read every single one of them, and it is a totally free way that you can help support the podcast and help me create the absolute best content just for you. So I will see you back here same time and same place next week. Have a beautiful day, my friend.